The comments and advice expressed in this audio experience are not intended for actual use and should never be taken seriously. If you do use any advice given, please let us know how it went and carefully consider getting yourself some help. Magician. I'm your host, Karanen. And I'm your host, Kev Kassin. Um, So, interesting scenario you have going on here. We It is a Thursday that we are recording this episode on, which is different for us. Because it's two days after we usually record episodes. Uh, because one of our lovely hosts, Kyle, double booked something. on Every, every week we do a podcast on Tuesday. And uh, somehow, Kyle... Forgot about that, Kyle. Um, well, what's going on? Can what, I just, why, I'll why clear are you it up. This? Um, Caleb forgot hit core to his mic, and uh, you guys had to drive over to Hudsonville on the freeways. Caleb almost smashed into somebody with his car. Can you explain why all this is happening to us? Um, well, let's just say let's right out the gate here. I didn't forget that we record on Tuesdays. I, I know that. I knew what I was doing when I scheduled this thing. But here's what I th- I thought we were in a in a you know. A special situation this you think, week. You thought we were going on spring break or something? Well, here's what I thought. I thought since we may or may not have a special guest coming on soon, I thought we were already not going to be recording on Tuesday. All right, sure. So what happened? So what were you doing? What did you plan? Was it some sort of like fancy career banquet that you you went to 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 advance in your career? Perhaps was it, a wedding? Was it a, or a wake? Maybe the opposite of a wedding? <laughs> uh, or a regular funeral? You know, something major enough that would take you away from podcast night. Um, I participated in um, a, a game, a role-playing game. Okay, like a, like a saw thing where you literally, where you physically could not make it <laughs> to the recording studio because you were trapped in a basement hmm. forced to do terrible things to either yourself or somebody else? I think, I'm pretty sure it was all voluntary the whole time and, and it wasn't any, uh, there was no blood drawn, literally. Um, no, but I, I agreed, I set up a little uh, game session with the guys who, who I play Warhammer with. Wait, that's why we April could on Tuesday. <laughs> Ah! <laughs> I'm here now. Um, I pay for the studio. <clears throat> anyway, I apparently pay for you to play games too. <laughs> Frick you! All right, move on. Cool. I was just wondering if you had any fun stories oh, about him. Um, last time I played, he went on a fun little adventure. It was just a mini one because we couldn't get all the guys together it was me and austin prantera mm-hmm. and you guys were like online yeah yeah and uh we were dealing with some intergalactic cultists right now who worship the chaos god and so they have to make blood sacrifices to them but our characters don't really know what's going on there mm-hmm. so we got in a bar fight and then they were like hey let's go out back and really fight and we we're like okay whatever so we went back <laughs> there the yeah we went back there and he was like the the big guy that we were about to fight like was like we're gonna take this to the death and I'm gonna like kill you basically and that's usually like, what take it to the death means. yeah yeah <laughs> you know but like he was being real weird about it like not just I'm gonna kill you because I want to like there was a crowd gathering and they're all wearing cloaks and then he was wearing like a certain thing uh-huh. so then we we're like oh shit this is something's weird about this yeah. and then 
he we started the fight and he was way more powerful than us and so we just pulled out our guns and shot him <laughs> instead of like fighting with honor like with the weapons Classic and our bare, <laughs> bare hands so we like obliterated them but when we took out our guns we expected him to be like hey that's not the rules but like when we took them out he said he was like like willingly took it because he's part of this cult and the only thing that mattered during that fight was that somebody died. That's all he cared oh, about. Oh, okay. So we were a little spooked out by that and trying to figure out how do we address this cult situation. So you're in the cult now. You did the blood we sacrifice. We accidentally did blood sacrificing. <laughs> yeah, there were definitely some whispers about, like, are those people in the cult? <laughs> have you ever actually accidentally been admitted into a cult? Because I Almost. have. And let me tell you, the two times that it's happened, it has been a really <laughs> strange experience. This Having it happen twice, there's a pattern. Yeah, how do you accidentally fall into a cult? Uh, I'm, ex- I'm excited to hear about well, this. Well, it, it was an accident. First of all, I was just in Walmart, and these guys for AT&T, you know how they're selling in the store? They're mm-hmm. trying to get you to buy AT&T internet. And they're like, just if you want a free phone with AT&T? And I was like, that sounds pretty good. What's your prices? And they're just like, just one young goat. And I said, well, that sounds like a pretty cheap price to pay. And they were like, yeah, the goat's right here. You just slit its throat and you got a free phone. And I was like, "Uh, I don't know. And then they put the knife in my hand. And I was like, dude, I really don't want to. And then they shoved me. And I literally fell into the goat with the knife and it died. And so that that was the first one. And the second one I have no memory of. But I do know that it happened. So hopefully they're not contradictory cults or I could be killed. (laughs) think you're gonna get killed hey kyle do you have any stories (laughs) yes (laughs) let's do that yeah i've heard i've heard stories i've heard stories venice box do you get that our first story is brought to us by reddit user venice underscore bx which i'm gonna just say box venice box okay italy in a box and the name of the story is, I walked into a stranger's house thinking it was my own. So, where I live, the rows of houses all look extremely similar. But that is no excuse for my stupidity. I came home from college one day, very exhausted, and realized I had forgotten my key. So, I just, so I said I'd just ring the doorbell, hoping my housemates would be home. I went to the door and rang the doorbell, and a girl I didn't know answered, but I just assumed it was one of the many girls that my housemate has over all the time. So, I walked right into my house and, my, and made it made my way to my bedroom. The house looked a lot cleaner than usual, so I assumed somebody had been busy. Anyway, the girl was like, are you Lucy's friend? And I looked over at her like she was crazy and was like, no, I live here. I just forgot my key. The girl told me the number of the house and looked incredibly confused. Then, only then did I realize it was not my house. I apologized profusely and said I was very tired, and she kind of laughed nervously and said, oh, it's fine. Gonna repay this one until I die. About a week later, I did the exact same thing, oh. except I rang the doorbell and realized it wasn't right. And then I ran away before somebody <laughs> answered. Uh, <laughs> ring me once, shame on me. Ring me, <laughs> wait. Ring me once, shame. Ring it. Ring the door once, shame on me. Ring the door twice, shame on you for answering the door for me again. Huh. I've never, I didn't know there was so much shame involved with ringing a doorbell. Yeah, it depends. <laughs> but now that, I, it's not now that I think about it. When it's a doorbell that, when it's a door that you're attempting to enter through. Um, like most doors. Like most doors. <laughs> that's not your own door. Ah, yes. 
<laughs> yeah, I think there's a little bit of shame involved there. Right. You know, honestly, there's something about this that hits a little close to home for me, but my home. Um, I, uh, I, I think I've talked about this on the show before, but for at one point I was a door-to-door salesperson mm-hmm. um, selling pest control to um, unknowing uh, victims. Victims, really. They were victims. Yeah, they let's, were. Just call, let's just let's call, just what call it, it is. If you're a door-to-door person being sold to, you know, don't buy it. <laughs> just don't. Um, but the uh, there's a serious level of nervousness that comes with knocking on a door that's not your own and being on somebody else's doorstep. And there's almost an immediate shame that happens when they actually end up do opening the door that oh. you rang the doorbell to. Even though, you, you know, that's also kind of what you hope for because you want to get money. Mm-hmm. But when they open it, you just are like, oh, I'm going to have to talk to you. Yeah, human like, being. oh, I'm going to make I'm, this person's day terrible. Yeah, yeah. And, like, they immediately open up the door with a certain level of hate for you. Yeah. Like, without ever speaking a word, they already hate you. So I can kind of resonate with what this guy's getting uh, happening to him. Um, but I think I think I have an idea about what may help him is if he kind of takes a couple um, lessons out of the book that I learned from when it comes to door-to-door sales. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what you want to do is, is something called anchoring, which um, in sales, that's setting a high expectation for what you're selling them as far as, ooh, you're going to be getting really, like, it's going to cost like a thousand bucks or let's say it usually costs like a thousand bucks and you're going to be buying this, 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 and this. But today, since, you know, since we're doing like this last minute sale, uh, we're just going to be selling you the $500 one and we'll only be selling like a couple of the services or something like that. And so you anchor them at a really high point, which mentally they're like, Oh, I can never do that. But then you drop it down and it kind of like relieves that tension that comes with the higher price. And then it makes them more likely to like, be okay with buying it okay so i think for this guy um what he does is when he goes into that house he tells her and as soon as he realizes that he's not you know lucy's friend lucy's friend what he says is oh i'm with the uh local township uh i'm with city council uh we're actually going to be tearing this house down uh, within the next month and i'm here to deliver you your eviction notice oh. and uh it's it's part of a uh, what's it called? Standard procedure. Standard procedure. Um, eminent domain uh, that we're enacting on this neighborhood. I just had. I'm, I'm here to let you know. She's like, "Why are you in civvy clothes?" He's like, uh, "Don't question me. Uh, I'm with the city council. You don't know who you're talking to." One more, one more word like that, and it's an instant eviction. Yeah. <laughs> everything in this is and that's one in your house is repossessed. That's one week off of your due date to get out of here. Um, she's like, "Oh my gosh, oh my gosh!" And he goes, "Oh wait, oh I'm sorry. Uh, this is the wrong house. I, I'm completely embarrassed. This is the wrong house." And then he just leaves. So he's and so then, embarrassed. No, though, but he, he's not embarrassed though because she's all of a sudden really relieved. That he is actually at the wrong house instead of being weirded out that he's just some rando at the wrong house. <laughs> she's actually happy. Oh, like he had a reason for coming into Peter yeah. Stranger's house. <laughs> right, right. So she's actually happy at this point that he is at the wrong house instead of weirded out. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, no, yeah. I get what you're saying. That's good. That's a good uh, good thing. I have a suggestion that maybe he could uh, foolproof mm. ever going into any one of his neighbor's <laughs> house again. Okay. So what I'm thinking he needs to do Cut off all his fingers so Cut he can't off. ring the doorbell. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's, that's not good. bad. That's not bad at all. 
Um, but uh, continue. Another like I guess I guess my suggestion was gonna be, um, he needs this is he's gonna pre- have to preemptively full well knowing he's gonna ring on his na- all of his neighbor's doorbell maybe like one after the other. Okay. Dressed up in a nice suit and tie, um, he rings the doorbell and they open it for him and he says hello, I am uh frick I just lost my train of thought. Crap. Um. Brick, who are those guys that... Autism. No, Jehovah's Witness. Yeah. Ah, that's it. He Same rings the thing. doorbell. Speaking he, of cults. <laughs> he rings the doorbell and says, I'm with the Jehovah's Witness. Would you like to talk about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? At which point, they should know to tell him that they've been excommunicated <laughs> from the from the uh, Jehovah's Witness church so that they won't be bothered again by any Jehovah's Witnesses. But at that point, he... Like, whenever he rings the doorbell and they look out to see who it is, they'll see it's him. And they'll say, oh, it's the Jehovah's Witness guy. Pretend like we're not home. Don't let him in. So when he rings the doorbell, he keeps ringing it, and he's like, well, how, how come my roommates aren't answering the door? Oh, I must be ringing the wrong door. They know I'm a, mm. they think I'm a Jehovah's Witness. That's why they're That's not actually really good. I like that. It's like a little bit of um, front-loading of yeah. the embarrassment, but then you're set. Yeah, you're well, set forever. It's, it's embarrassing because you're doing it on purpose. Right, Because you right. know exactly what you're doing, it and yeah, you have a reason for it. I like that. Um, now, how would you guys suggest that he answers, that he, when his neighbors see him not in his Jehovah's Witness clothes, Walking around like the neighborhood, uh, how how does he explain that? Simple. Evil twin. <laughs> That's really good. That's I mean, like, really good. I have, isn't your evil twin in the Jehovah's Witness too? You know, isn't everybody? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Oh, the, so the Jehovah's Witness is his evil twin? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. No, he's just the normie. <laughs> Yeah, that's. I mean, that, that's just, fair. Well, he's just from, a regular Church of Satan. Guy, I guess from the Jehovah's you know? Witnesses twin point of view, that the Civi twin is the evil twin. Hmm. Hmm. It's kind of. Like I never really look at anybody else's point of view, so it's hard <laughs> for me to do. It's kind of like that riddle with the two statues, and one says that they're lying. <laughs> yeah. The other one says, "How do you? How do you find I'm out the truth or whatever?" Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nice. There's a, and there's a third one that is sometimes lying and sometimes telling the truth. What is the third one? I've never heard that one yeah. before. Makes it. It makes it. He's sometimes lies and sometimes tells the truth. But what I wanted to bring up, <laughs> so, you, so there's no way to solve it because you, you don't know. What, yeah. what no, one tells the truth. One one always tells the truth. One always lies, and one sometimes tells the truth and sometimes lies. And there's a way to solve it. It's oh. a, you make this giant matrix of it's ridiculous. Anyway, I don't have a solution to propose because I think you guys is, are fantastic. But what I do want to say is that the porch area of the house. The, the front door vicinity is really a big metaphor for like sexual intimacy because oh. think about it. So e- even right down to the interactions we have with our dates, you walk them to the door. There's a threshold. This <laughs> threshold represents potential. What's that potential? Physical contact. PIV. What's the <laughs> PIV? And what's the other potential? Entering into the house, right? Because you're in this liminal space in between your car and in between their home. Mm. Anything could happen there. And then the consent is them letting you in their house. So the issue with this one is she let him into her house. I mean, straight up, he did. Yeah. Like, if he was a vampire, he's there for good. This yeah. is what life is like in the Tinder era. Like, people just let any stranger come into their <laughs> house if they like the way they look. Yeah, exactly. It's it's you look through the people. Are they a six and a half or better? Yep. All right. Come on in. And then they walk in and they sit down and start eating all your frozen waffles. That, again, <laughs> just just like the cold thing, that's only happened twice. Yeah. So. And with that, let's get to our next story. 
Our next story is brought to us by The Big Small, which is S-M-O-L. The Big Small. Name of the story, or do you want me to not read it? I'll read the name of the story don't afterwards. Read it. Yeah, don't, don't yeah. Oh, read so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't read it read. afterwards. That's good. Don't read the name of the story until after. Okay. Well, a, <laughs> We're in agreement. Then. That's what I... Okay. <laughs> the Big Small. Here we go. I have this terrible habit of taking out my phone randomly and then pretending to call somebody in public. <laughs> That's a stupid habit. That's a habit? How do you develop a habit <laughs> like that? It's like a... <laughs> That's weird. That's like a coping you mechanism. You do it once, like avoid an awkward conversation with uh, somebody. And it's like, oh, I know I can't stop. It's yeah, so good. I just love pretending. It's like an OCD thing. Maybe. A, a habit is like picking your nose or like biting yeah. your fingernails. I don't. Yeah. This is a okay. habit is taking your phone out and scrolling on nothing. Like that's a habit. I have a habit I have is opening up Reddit, closing it because I'm bored, and then yeah. opening it right back up again. Yes, <laughs> it's like the fridge, you know. Okay. Anyways, let's get on with it. And then, okay, here we go. What am I? It gets worse. Oh, you're doing it right now. <laughs> I thought he was actually calling somebody. <laughs> Got him. All right. The habit is pretending to call somebody in public, waiting a realistic amount of time, and then starting a fake conversation with them. I don't exactly know what it began, but it kind of helps me calm down when I'm in an anxious situation. What in the world? And he says, sue me. So I guess we have to sue him. Anyways, I'm in this bus and it's nighttime. No one on the bus except me and one other person. I uh, start this fake call routine, and then I can tell this guy is staring at me, or at the very least listening very intently to what I'm saying. <laughs> at this point, I've gotten very good at making up fake conversations, so I can, you know, insert a realistic amount of time needed to catch my breath, let the other fake person respond to what I'm saying, uh, and say phrases of acknowledgement like, mm-hmm, oh, okay, <laughs> and really, and so on. And so this routine goes on for a while. And I'm spicing up this fake conversation and trying to make it super interesting as if I'm leading a busy, fulfilled life, <laughs> when in fact, I'm on Reddit most days. <laughs> what did Jessica say about the project? I'm visiting my grandmother's grave because it supposedly has some raccoons started digging at it. I met Batman the other day, and so on. And then all of a sudden, this guy says, hey buddy, I think your friend hung up. <laughs> And then I realized that I angled my phone to such a degree that he could see that the phone was still on the home screen and that I wasn't actually talking to anybody. And at this point, it's been about 15 or so minutes. And since I began the conversation, I have no idea when he actually realized that I wasn't speaking to anyone. I fake looked at my phone saying, oh, dang, I didn't even realize. Thanks so much. (laughs) And then he says completely seriously, like, yeah, he hung up three minutes ago. (laughs) As if he knew. That's funny. And I keep laughing uneasily, then trail off like, yeah. <laughs> the bus ride lasted another 10 minutes before I got off. Didn't say a word to me or even glance at me. I went home that night and scrunched up in fetal position for eternity. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's. This is great. a seven layer dip of a story that's, right here. <laughs> man. That's quite the fish we got here, boy. Yeah. We've got to try and <clears throat> cut this bad boy open and see what it's all about. We need some scoop. Scoops, man. Some oh. Tostito scoops to get this crap out of there. <laughs> all right. So, I mean, can we just address, first of all, he doesn't know when it started. Like, mm. I feel like a habit like this, you kind, there's kind of a pinnacle moment of <laughs> right. when you decide that I'm going to start this habit. It's not something that you just are naturally born gifted with, like like picking your nose. <laughs> like, right, I, I, right. I still get a big old booger mm-hmm. out sometimes. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm, yeah, this is, this is different for me. Like with the amount of, amount of involvement that it takes to pull off this quote unquote, uh, 
unconscious habit or whatever. It's at least a one thousand dollar buy in to like <laughs> right? start this habit. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like trying to start to learn how to play the harmonica. Yeah, you know, like you know, accidentally, you know, then I just picked up harmonica. I don't even know when. Was oh, it man, eighth grade? Was it twenty years old? I don't know. I have this bad habit of just whipping my harmonica out and just whipping a good old diddly. <laughs> <laughs> Here's See, how I think. Here's oh, go ahead. I know. Okay. Here's how I think the habit started. Was he was at work and he knows for one month he hasn't done anything. He's behind on all his projects. <laughs> he knows he's gonna get fired, but every time his boss walks out to try to fire him, he just gets on the phone <laughs> and pretends to be in a deep conversation with his yeah. ex-wife or something. And the guy's like, oh. Oh, shoot, I don't want to interrupt this. This sounds serious. Like, no, please don't take the beanie babies. They're the only thing I have left in this world. Like, oh, I'll, I'll fire you later. <laughs> then, the, yeah, the boss just keeps kicking the can down the road. And every time he thinks about it, he's, you're just on the phone. Please, it's all I have left. I can't lose this, too. <laughs> and then, uh, for, yeah, from there, there on out, he just, this was his go to every time. Just he's like right, he said. He's just riding buses, having fake conversations with who knows. It's also basically like, like like Facebook in real life almost, so it's because he wants to, he doesn't live an interesting life, but he wants to sound mm. interesting. So he's basically oh. posting to his wall yeah. in public by talking on the phone. Mm-hmm. That's really good. That's a really good insight right there, Caleb. I think this guy's brilliant. I think he knows that's what basically he's, doing, he's really. creating the next social media, which is <laughs> putting using media as a medium to exclamate your social to the social around you. Oh, interesting. I like it. Very intelligently put. I that was beautiful. I mean, the only problem I have with it is you cannot see your likes and your and your <laughs> um, reactions. Hmm. Well, I guess you can, but you can't like see them all at once. You know, like no, you, you kind of like take a, like a little poll and be like, okay, that guy's smiling. That guy's giving me the thumbs up. That guy's <laughs> he's cheering for me. That oh, thumbs down. I don't like that. Block. <laughs> is that woman breastfeeding on the on the bus? <laughs> That's completely Sensor. allowed. Yeah, you put it put on your Google glasses and then put little sensor bars mm. over the. Over that's the how that's how it becomes. That's Black Mirror right there. Yeah, Black Mirror. Um, all right. So how do we fix this? Well, you patent this idea and become a billionaire and uh, make Mark Zuckerberg your slave. <laughs> I think that's a strong road to redemption. Just throwing that out there. Smoking these meats. Do you guys think the bus driver saw this whole uh, conversation happen? Mm, they see everything. Yeah. Well, if it was a woman, she sees everything. Yeah. If it was a man, he tries to see nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Not even the road. He's just, yeah, he's just like living on a prayer. Um, Jesus, take the wheel. I mean, you definitely have to patent this idea. Um, if I know anything about buses, it's that usually the same people ride them at the same times because right. like people have their schedules and, and whatnot. So if if we do want to try and like fix this problem, this embarrassment with this guy, we like all we have to do is ride the bus at the same time that we just that he just mm. wrote it. Yeah, it's that it's pretty easy to find the same person on the bus. Then do you just like have a real conversation, but like s- still make it very interesting and out of this world? I think one one avenue is. Um, Kind of sizing up the guy that saw him and maybe taking him under your wing. What if you look at him and, and you see he's God? He's God and he's calling you out on lying Ooh. to like everyone around you. What if God was one of us? God's been watching this guy for so long. He's like, I'm so sick of him making up <laughs> <Right>. crap. 
just and, a and social and social media trying to make people think bus. he's cool and interesting. I'm gonna call him out on this, make him stop. So he goes down, rides the buses. This old man, which is you know that's how God rolls. He it's always comes down as old man. Yeah, and then he uh, he just watches him until like <laughs> until. So like until he's too far into the conversation where like he'll be oh, he'll be so embarrassed. Right. God knows that exact threshold. He's like, okay, mm-hmm. once he goes past this point, <laughs> and I call him, I don't. He'll it's stop. Too much. Yeah. yeah. He'll stop. Mm-hmm. So what happens then if God is the one calling you out? Uh, you go full Joan of Arc. Uh, <laughs> you just start a young people's revolution and go dying in some war. That'll restore your honor. I'm pretty sure. And then people remember you for generations to yeah, come. Yeah, generations. Mm-hmm. You can have as many fake com- phone conversations as you want after that. As long as you're a martyr, it's after all good. Die. <laughs> that's kind of the old. That's kind of the ultimate solution to every single problem anybody's ever had is just become a martyr and yeah, uh, yeah. erases all those problems. So you're mm-hmm. welcome. <laughs> Why doesn't he just go to the nearest Catholic church and sit in that little box with the little screen in it, talk to the guy with the robes, and be like, "I pretend to be on my phone and I'm a liar." <laughs> All the time, and God caught me, and I feel terrible. Please forgive me. And then he looks in the box. He's like, "Wait, nobody's there. I'm having another fake conversation." No, no! the camera pans to the phone in loop. his hand. <laughs> the phone's in his hand while he's doing it. Confession. <laughs> it's like the freaking. It's like the One Ring. He just like the. He can't put the phone down. He can't stop putting it to his ear. <laughs> can't get rid of it. It shrinks in size to a small Bluetooth to fit his needs. So Sometimes it's a it tablet. Down, it's just always there. <laughs> yeah. He like he like goes to therapy to try to stop doing it, but ends up having fake conversations with a therapist about having fake conversations on the phone. <laughs> he just creates this whole thing in his brain. He's kind of trapped in an infinite dream loop at this point, in, in a way, and we might have to incept him in order to rescue him from this vicious cycle. How many phone conversations deep are we going to have to go before we can get to him and pull him out? Probably, how many digits are there in a phone number? Nine, ten. Ten. Ten, Probably, yeah. ten numbers deep. That's like... Ten numbers deep. That's the point of confession where you can uh, make someone feel guilty enough to stop doing their bad habits. But be careful you don't fall into uh, the limbo, which is uh, the operator's line, uh, which <laughs> is hard to get to, but when you're that deep, you might end up falling yeah. into an operator's line, and then, then you'll never connect to who you want to be with. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, and don't accidentally... Do not... I swear, do not put the one before the area code in, okay? If What's you put, the deal with that? Anyways? Yeah, if you put the one in, you can never come back. You'll be trapped there forever. Do we? Does that one have to be there? If you put that one in there, what is it doing? It's it's showing that it's a it's an American phone number. Oh, because yeah. number one. One goes, like, there's different numbers for a different country. Okay. All right, Kyle, you got that last story for us? Here we go. This is my first post on Reddit, so sorry if it sucks. Anyways... I was on my bus ride home, sitting down, when an old man approached me. He looked at me and says, It'd be nice for you to give that blind woman your seat, and points to a standing blind lady. And I'm saying, probably in her 40s. I walk over to her, tap on her shoulder, and without thinking, I say, Hey, there's a spot for you over there, (laughs) while pointing at the seat. (laughs) I pointed at the seat to show her where to sit. She was blind. Might I add, she was confused as hell, and another woman kindly took her arm and led her to the seat. But the woman was still confused and proceeded to stand. The old man says, "Well, you try." <laughs> Thanks for being kind. I know this isn't the worst thing that could happen to me, but it was bad enough to make me feel like a big idiot. Sorry if I posted this in the wrong place, but I just wanted to share it with someone. That's a really good that's, one. That's pretty. I think that's. I mean, yeah, it's pretty bad. That's funny. Yeah. 
I just want to give props to the old man because, wow, what a <laughs> one-liner. That was hilarious. What's with all these old men on buses, like, giving advice, I guess? Or, like, <sighs> Their legs giving... are too weak to walk, so they're so they, on the bus. <laughs> they just they just ride buses all day long trying to give advice, relevant advice to whoever's on it. <laughs> it's their only form of, like, socializing with people. <laughs> Yeah, they're, I mean, no one wants to hang out with them, so they just go to a public space where you can't help but hang out with I them. I guess we can't be certain it's not the same old man. <gasps> it's God again. <laughs> it's God again. <laughs> what if God was one of what us? What if God rode buses in New York City? No, I think we, everybody <laughs> missed out. It's what if God rode a bus? Because then it fits with the cadence of the song. What, what if God, God wrote a bus? No, it doesn't. Wait, hold on. Stretch it out. Stretch it out. Okay. What, what if God... <laughs> You have to have the right number of syllables. What if God was on a bus? <laughs> How about that? You know what the actual line is? It's just a stranger on a bus Are you trying serious? to make his way. Is that really the lyric? Home. Yeah, I've been trying to get to that line, but every time I do, <laughs> you guys get sick of me singing too soon. Yeah. Um, right. All right. I'm, so I'm an idiot. <laughs> I did not know the lyric to that, so I thought I was being clever. Yeah. You weren't like if, like everyone. Just, I think everyone just has to agree. Like okay, I gave up my seat for this old blind lady, mm. and we made a mm. huge mistake trying mm-hmm. to give her a seat, and she <laughs> stood up the whole time. And I'm gonna stand the whole time. Nobody take the seat. It's kind of it's gonna be a reminder of our mistakes. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of Jesus. Like <laughs> Jesus made the sacrifice, and it's like the offer is there. But the rest of us are probably, most people are just too stupid to take the offer. You know? Yeah. Like, we're just all blind. Well, this is more of like, they just feel bad that they don't want to take it. They're like, it'd be more like if Jesus died for their sins. Like, oh, Jesus, you don't have to do that for us. <laughs> right. Like, now I just feel bad that you felt like you had to do that for us. I think what we've decided is you've really done everything you could do. Just like the old man said. I mean, it was a good try. You stood in solidarity. Yeah, it's embarrassing because you gestured to a blind woman, but I gestured to deaf people, so <laughs> I, I do kind of know how it feels. Mm. And let me tell you right now, the only way to make recompense for this is, you know... Gouge your eyes out. No, 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 no. I mean, you know. They, learn, they know. I don't need to say it. I don't need to oh, say okay. it. It's, the answer's in your heart is what we're trying to say. The answer's in the book of your life. The more I think about this, the more I feel like this person shouldn't be embarrassed, but the old man extremely embarrassed because he he was the instigator he interfered with something that wasn't his business <laughs> right, right. told somebody else to do like could he have stood up maybe like was he gonna see I don't know good point Um, but like he told someone else to do something they did what they told him because if they didn't do it like it would have been embarrassing as well like they would have been like no I don't want to and like yeah. there's still tension so he gets up and does what the old man wanted him to do he upset the equilibrium Everything the old man fine. did yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then yeah, and then it just went downhill from there. Like, so, like, the old man's suggestion was a bad one and put him in a bad spot. And the old yeah. man should feel like he should feel doubly bad for both the things that happened <laughs> because of what he did. So, this is a revenge play, then. We need to get back at this freaking old man. I think so. He's trying to play God on the bus. Yeah, 100%. Some kind of bus God. Which he may be God, but. So, what do you, you have a suggestion for revenge, I'm guessing? Uh, I always have a suggestion. For, <laughs> and it's not a long con, just so you know. It's, it's, a, it's a short to medium con. Is it a blow dart? It does not involve. Well, it could. I could work a blow dart in there. <laughs> All right. Well, well, we'll go without the blow dart, and we have to put it in. We'll put it in. Some, okay. We'll somewhere. put the blow. If only if necessary. Okay. Okay. So here's what I here's what I think. So this old man, ninety nine percent chance he has dentures. Okay. If he doesn't have dentures, this whole plan's ruined. But if he has dentures, which he probably does, we should be good. So you're saying if he doesn't have dentures, blow dart him. 
Yeah. yeah okay. Pretty much. Okay. So now that we've put the blow dart in there, let's continue <laughs> the down blow this track. In there. So you're on the bus, the bus route. All you get, to figure out where this guy lives, all you got to do is see where he gets off the bus. Get off the bus where he gets off the bus. Stay at least twenty feet behind him. Follow him. If you lose sight, you can smell him because he's old. Twenty feet is so short. <laughs> Have you tailed people at twenty feet before? It, it sounds like he knows what he's doing, Kyle. It so I'm gonna like keep. It. I'm gonna take Caleb's word over yours. Right thank, now. Thank I'm sorry. You, My only credentials are that I've seen Jason Bourne movies, but maybe Caleb knows more. He's than talking me. way too fast to be just making this up. True. Let's let him finish. Thank you. Thank you. So we tail him by 20 feet or so. If you lose him around a corner, like I said, you can smell him and you see him. He doesn't go into his house. He goes into a store and it's a, it's a salmon store. It only, it only sells, <laughs> it only sells salmon and you follow him. Into this is boom. <laughs> and that's why you could smell him. Uh, evidently it was actually the salmon oh. scent, not the diaper cream. And so you follow him into the store and you realize he's deaf and that's why you're able to trail him by 20 feet. And so you watch him going to the bathroom. He puts his dentures in the little glass. He goes to bed. So all you got to do is, uh, yes, Mitch. He goes to bed in the salmon store? Is that where <laughs> He lives in the salmon store. Is he a fisherman or a salesman? No, no, he, uh, neither. He doesn't work there. Is there an apartment above the store or is he in the store? He, there's no apartment. He's in the store. Is he like? Is he like the night guard at the salmon store? No, he's not employed in any way, shape, or form. Is he paying rent? Some kind of owner, proprietor. Has, what is his role? He has no role relation or <laughs> anything to the store other than that he lives there. <laughs> <laughs> he lives in where they they keep the anchovies. They also sell anchovies, but it's it's kind of like a knickknack sort of thing. It's not really like part it's not of it. For eating it's yeah. it's, it's like, like it's like an anchovy box that says the salmon store on it. <laughs> you're hanging up on your Christmas tree during December. That's exactly it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's an advertisement. So, <laughs> so once you get a hold of a dentures, here's what you do. So you get his dentures. You you pull them out of the jar. You take your tube of clay, crazy glue that you always have with you. And you cover those bad boys in crazy glue. And then right over that, you put the little polydent stuff just so it looks like it's like it's the normal stuff. And you have him set out from all nice. And he's going to wake up groggy in the morning, stick him right in his mouth, and super glue those things right to his freaking gums. Then his teeth are super glued in. And you know what that means? He's got teeth again? <laughs> he's got teeth again. And you know why that's a bad thing for him? Because teeth in salmon culture are actually an embarrassment. So when he enters into the salmon store, he he can't smile at anybody. And then the salmon turn on him and he loses his home. Exactly right. <laughs> you you had are that idea. No, that is exactly right, <laughs> no, Kyle. It wasn't. This yeah. man you is first in salmon. You out. He's a salmon man. <laughs> All I know is it had to end with him losing his salmon home. And that's how we got there. And I was thinking he was going to be a salmon man. So really, we were we were 75% sharing Maybe that. something like this. Maybe, um, his dentures are made out of solid diamond. And Frick. that's all of his money in his mouth. And so when you take that, <laughs> he, can't pay for things. he can't pay his rent. And so he gets kicked out of the salmon store. No, no, I, I don't. I don't think that's right. <laughs> I kind of like that one though. <laughs> but we'll see what happens. Like maybe it's that, or maybe it's the other. This, thing. Is, this is a build your own adventure. Honestly, book. here's all we. Who's all we Banner know? Snatch. Just take the dentures, and it, you're gonna get revenge. That's that's yeah. kind of like yeah. what we know. Yeah. Yeah. After that, it's your own game. It's God's thing. After that, it's up to. <laughs> yeah, it's God's. <laughs> it was a God thing. It was. <laughs> hashtag blessed. Um. Or, no, 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 no. I got it. I got it right here. You take the dentures out. Oh. <laughs> and you 
put a little hinge on them, and then you turn them into a wind-up toy. And then you wind them up, and you have them all around the salmon store for the rest of eternity. And he can't catch them because he's too old, and it's really annoying. (laughs) And he doesn't have teeth either, so it's even funnier. (laughs) He's falling all over the place, trying to pick up his dentures. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, that's... I I like how you made wind-up teeth a DIY project instead of buying wind-up teeth at the nearest toy store. (laughs) you like, no, you got to make his teeth wind up teeth. Well, it's more ironical that way. Because, <laughs> like, he's like, those are mine. Those are mine. I need them to eat or I'll die. <laughs> and pay rent. <laughs> and pay rent because they're diamond. Yeah, so, I mean, that's what I, that's how I think you get back at them. <laughs> Alright, thank thank you for that. That was really good. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you for joining us in this episode of Fix That For You. I believe episode 24... I should have said that at the beginning, but I'm saying it now. So thank you for joining us on this episode of Fix That For We hope you guys enjoyed listening to us. Uh, gives you some great advice on how to recover from various different embarrassing situations. It's various different. Like, is that redundant? Okay. <laughs> thank, thanks, thanks for that confirmation. If you want to keep up with the content, get in contact with us and see what we're doing, you can follow us on Facebook. We're FTFY Podcast there. You can follow us on Twitter. We're at FTFY Pod, and you can email us your good embarrassing stories at FTFY. We'd like to give a big shout out to the Cold Soda Club for our use of their song Gnamp Gnop, which is the intro and the outro. If you like that, go ahead and give them a like or subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> subscribe? Yeah, you yeah subscribe. subscribe to Cold Soda Club. Yeah. Uh, at Spotify.com. <laughs> <laughs> Go find, go find them. Seek them out. Good luck finding them. <laughs> Again, thank you for joining us, and we will see you guys back here next Monday on another episode of Fix That here? for You. I'm your fake phone friend host, Majesh. I'm your knock knock. Who's that? It's Jehovah's Witness, Kyle Reinen. I'm your what if God was on this bus, Caleb Carson host. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say host. You are the listener host, and you're welcome. And the green sea, that's where we'll be.